Hello, everybody. This is Tom Eckert here. You're listening to my podcast, Numerology, a GPS for the soul. This is your place to learn about the true power of numerology and how to use it to bring out the best in yourself, understand your loved ones better, take wise decisions, and prepare for your future. In other words, how to live your life aligned with your true destiny. Take your time to educate yourself and share these podcasts with your friends and family so they too can enjoy the great benefits of numerology. Enjoy! Hello there and welcome to all my listeners. I'm very excited to record today's episode because the topic is absolutely thrilling, important, and revolutionary for all you numerology lovers. And it's all about how to apply the power of number combinations in your readings when you look at your chart. But before we dive in, if you are new here, my friend, welcome. In this podcast, we discuss the topic of numerology as a path for inner transformation, for spiritual growth, and self-understanding. I try to make numerology accessible, applicable, for everyday life matters, and do my best to provide you with grounded information so that you can apply numerology in order to improve your life, expand your consciousness, create more balance, and live in alignment with your soul and your deeper purpose. Now, here are a few ways you can dive deeper into numerology. Firstly, you can book a numerology reading with me. In a professional numerology reading, you can ask any question that is burning in your life and get precise answers. You can read more about the types of reading that I provide and contact me through the link provided in the episode description to book your reading with me. Secondly, if you wish to study numerology on a deeper level or even pursue it as a career, then I invite you to check out my two numerology study paths. The first one is my self-study numerology course, a course that you can take at your own pace to learn the fundamentals of numerology on your tablet, your phone, or your computer. And or you can sign up to my complete path of certification from beginner to numerology expert and get certified as a professional numerologist. This is my in-depth study path. To read more about both, check out the links in the episode description. And now, without further ado, let us dive into today's fascinating and very important topic. So I've created already a few episodes where I speak about the importance of number combinations in numerological analysis. And if you know me for a while, you know that I refer to number combinations as the flesh and blood of numerology. It is really what ties everything together and forms a complete and coherent and vivid picture from standalone numbers and pieces of information. 
right? So when you have them scattered, just as standalone pieces, they're like looking at dismembered limbs of a body. But the whole topic of number combinations is about putting all these organs or limbs together to form a complete body, a complete picture and understanding of who and what you are. So in this episode, I want to teach you how to approach any two numbers in your chart and find a way to combine them into a unified, coherent story. In other words, I want to teach you one of the most important techniques for applying the power of number combinations in your own numerology chart and in analyzing the charts of others. Now, this technique is rarely spoken about in books or on numerology websites. And not sharing this information quite literally hampers your ability to develop as a numerologist and to become an outstanding numerologist. And frankly speaking, helping you become a deep, wise, and outstanding numerologist is the entire goal of my work here. So let's get right into it. The first thing that we need to um, understand when, when approaching any number combination, namely any interaction of two numbers, is that you must understand what their eventual merge, sorry, you must understand that that their eventual merging and combination will not just end up being the kind of like the um, summing up of their of the qualities of both numbers. Together, they will form what I call a third energetic entity. That means that by coming together, they will create a unique and new dynamic in a person's personality, life, and circumstances. In order to discover the particular third entity of any two numbers, the first step is to know each number really well, both light and shadow. As a first step, what you can do, my recommendation to you, is to write down next to each number a few positive traits that represent it and then perhaps a few shadow traits. Having this written down will make the next step far easier for you. But remember, you cannot skip this stage. Number combinations is paradoxical because although it makes things eventually more whole and more complete, in other words, more easy to comprehend as an actual human story. It is simultaneously a more complex process. And that's why you need to have a solid and stable ground. In this case, a good grasp of the numbers in question. Just to give you an understanding, 
in my, or, or uh, a context, I mean, in my numerology certification studies, my in-depth numerology studies, I don't get into this topic of number combinations until a few lessons into my second stage study course, right? That means that we built quite a solid, strong foundation prior to even stepping into that. And so if you feel unsure about the meaning of a particular number in your chart, then please make sure to listen to my podcast episode pertaining to that particular number before you move on to the next and more complex steps. Okay, so now that you're clear about the meaning of the numbers, you want to analyze and... um. I mean, the numbers you want to analyze. Um, and after you've written down a few positive and shadow qualities of each number, it's time to move to the second and central methodology for discovering how the numbers work together as a number combination. And I call this method finding the common denominator. You'll hear me, you'll hear me repeat this uh, term, common denominator, again and again from now on in this episode. So at this stage, what you need to do is find what qualities are similar in both numbers, positive and shadow. But for the sake of this episode or this simple practice, I suggest you start off with the positive. It'll make it easier for you to find the connection. So you should ask yourself, what are the similarities between these two numbers? What tendencies do they share? In what similar ways do they approach life or see life? And what significations and meanings do they share? When you start doing that, you'll notice that with some numbers, this is easier to spot than with others. And the reason for that is that when entering the world of number combinations, we are introduced to a whole new concept, which is called levels of harmony. Now, I'm not going to talk about it in length, but broadly speaking, I can say that we have three levels of harmony between any two numbers, namely harmonious, in between, and disharmonious. Now, levels of harmony simply mean how well or not do any two numbers understand, agree, and or cooperate with one another? So naturally, finding the common denominators between two numbers is going to be the easiest when these numbers are harmonious. Is going to be a little more challenging when they are in between and more difficult when the two numbers are disharmonious. But um, 
But that is it. I mean, the idea uh, and methodology is very simple. The challenge is to know the numbers well, to understand them deeply, and then to be able to do that finer work of extracting the common denominators between any two numbers. This requires thinking and is not necessarily something that comes uh, comes up automatically uh, from the get-go. It's something you need to polish and develop over time. Um, so now that I've explained the methodology, let us look into some examples to make it more easy to understand and digest for you all. But before I keep talking any further... If you are enjoying this podcast and want to keep learning more grounded, applicable, and high-quality numerology, make sure to click the follow or subscribe button on the platform you're listening from and become part of my numerology community. Also, make sure to check out the questions at the end of the episodes. I'd love to hear from you. It helps me know more about you. It helps me improve my episodes and provide you with better content. So having said that, let us keep going. And let us dive into our first example. And our first example is going to deal with the, um, the easiest of the levels of harmony, namely the harmonious combination. So for the sake of this example... Let's take numbers 4 and 6. And let's follow the process in the way I demonstrated and suggested above. So we'll start with number 4, the main positive qualities. So we see here stability, reliability, responsibility, a sense of belonging, in orienta orientation towards uh, home and family, the love of tradition, connection to the past, and commitment. Moving on to number six, the main positive qualities are love of family, need to belong emotionally, appreciation of past nostalgia, wanting to give to the community and the family, reliability, responsibility, um, and love of giving, love of sharing. Now, naturally, I could write down many more qualities, but I want to keep it simple and succinct for you guys. And so now that I have an idea of the main qualities of both harmonious numbers, of both numbers, okay, we know that they are harmonious, uh, okay? So it's time to see where do they meet and what are their similarities? Or in other words, what are their common denominators? And so what's clear is that they both need a sense of belonging and are family-oriented. In their own way, they appreciate the past either through nostalgia and shared experiences or perhaps family tradition. They are both responsible uh, and reliable personalities. 
Okay, and and so we've seen the connection um, of, of, of some of their qualities and the final step. Now we need to expand on these connecting dots, okay, that we've written down. And so here's my take on how these common denominators are already pointed out to will play out. So I'm kind of elaborating a bit, okay? I gave you like um, a, a short, uh, let's say, example of the common denominators. And now what I'm going to try to do is expand on it a little more. So here we go. So they will have a natural need to build a stable life with a solid family life. Amongst their family, friends, and community, they will be trustworthy and reliable. A person of their word, a person that keeps their promises. They will appreciate rituals and stable routines that create a sense of solid ground, a sense of connection to their family, to their community, to their surroundings. You can count on them to take responsible action when it comes to decision-making, when it comes to money, and in general, when it comes to forming stability in life and addressing important life topics. And so they're probably a solid and stable family member and also a stable and solid friend. Now, remember that this is my take. And it's just, of course, just a, a snippet into that. So right, you, remember that you can expand on this on and on. But here, I just want to impart to you the way of thinking, okay? Let's move on to our next example, uh, in which we'll look into an in-between number combination in terms of the level of harmony. And the numbers we're going to use for this example are going to be 2 and 9. And so number two, the main positive qualities are sensitivity, love of people, intimacy, um, being very intuitive, a natural interest in spiritual topics, the ability to listen to other people, caring and being kind, the ability to see other people's perspective. Moving on to number nine, the main positive qualities are openness of heart and mind, liberalism, interest in wisdom and spirituality, openness to all people and opinions, flexibility in its ways, being very powerful, uh, international, fiery, wanting to touch the masses and have impact on people. And so with this number combo, you may notice that there's a bit more of a gap between the numbers since they are an in-between combo. Some traits are naturally similar, while others are a little less. And still, let us embrace the challenge and find out the common denominators. And so what stands out with 2 and 9 is their natural openness of mind and heart their openness and availability to people, and their natural flexibility towards others' differences, towards others' differences, right? This kind of like sense of being able to see the other's perspectives and opinions and points of view. They're both more other 
oriented, we can say, and have much love and natural kindness about them. Now, since we're talking about in-between numbers, you may want to also think about a few ways in which they will contradict one another. Just for example, in the case of two and nine, the two is timid while nine is brave. The two is highly impressionable while nine is powerful and influential. The two needs that one-on-one sense of intimacy while the nine shoots for the masses. So this can help you also spot how the number combination will form, right? This kind of third entity I was referring to earlier, also on the shadow side, what will be difficult, where they will clash. And let's move on to our last example that will deal with the disharmonious numbers or disharmonious combination. And for that, we're going to use the numbers five and six. And so starting with number five, the main positive qualities are flexibility, spontaneity, love of freedom, being a freestyler, being very individualistic, love of travel and change, being very social, being experimental, loving to try out new things and being very creative. Let's move on to number six and its major uh, positive qualities. And although I already did it in a previous example, I'll give it another go in the context of the disharmonious combo. So we see here love of family, need to belong to a place and people, responsibility, the appreciation of commitment, loving people and friendships, willing to listen to others and uh, with lots of understanding and kindness and being highly artistic. So as you can probably notice already, the qualities and energies of these two numbers are quite different. And this requires of us to listen carefully and look deeper into the subtle places that can connect the two. So in my observation, here are some common denominators. They are both rather open numbers, each in their own way, right? Five is very kind of willing to experiment with you, go with you into new places, hear other opinions, very flexible, right? And six is also very willing to listen and right uh, and, and hear you out and, and, and kind of get to know you. They're not really rigid, right? So each one open in their own way. They love interacting with people, right? They're both social. They love people. Even if in different styles, it still connects them. They love interacting with people and will probably produce good creative art, right? They're both creative in their own way. It's also nice to be around them because both five and six um, bring some form of, how shall I say, like a, like a nourishing quality, right? For example, five is going to bring that sense of adventure and fun and liveliness while six is going to bring that warmth and love and this very hugging presence. And so you can see that although they are contradicting, still there are some places where they meet. And that's very important to note. But because they are disharmonious numbers, I definitely recommend writing down a few areas where they will clash. Just for example... 
wanting freedom versus wanting commitment. Wanting stability in family versus wanting to not commit to any structure. Appreciation of ritual and nostalgia versus always moving on into new experiences, etc., etc. So what we've learned in this episode is how to trace the major qualities of any two numbers and how to then find the common denominator between them. In my in-depth studies, I teach deeply each and every number combination to provide you with a very strong base of understanding. Your job as numerology lovers is to learn the number combinations well and then do the creative work of extracting and tying together the common traits and denominators of any two numbers. And by doing so, reveal the new energetic dynamic that is formed in any person's chart. Or if I resort to my original term, reveal the third entity that each pair of numbers create when merged into a number combo. Now remember, my friends, practice makes perfect. It's about analyzing many charts and examining how number combinations behave in real people that you actually know. This is a wonderful and great way to verify the accuracy of your analysis and and of everything we're learning here together. And so before we wrap this up, my friends, if you have enjoyed this podcast and you want to keep learning more uh, high quality and grounded numerology, make sure to click the follow or subscribe button on the platform you're listening from and become part of my numerology community. Remember that you can also leave your answers to the questions at the end of the episode. It'll really help me a lot in knowing you better and providing you with better content. And don't forget that you can also check out my professional numerology readings and also check out my self-study numerology course and in-depth numerology certification studies if you want to acquire deeper mastery of numerology. And as always, I really hope this Uh, keeps inspiring you to go deeper into numerology and um, becoming better in this fantastic art. As always, my friends, it's been a joy and a pleasure, and I will see you in the next episodes. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you did, and you want to go deeper into numerology, check out my website, Tom minus Eckert.com. You can also book a numerology reading or even study numerology yourself through my courses. I'll see you in the next episode.